Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for September 10th as we talk about the greatest sporting events that have ever happened on this date and the athletes that made them happen along with their jersey numbers. Quite a few jersey numbers today. We'll get to those in just a second. But before we do, I want to make sure that you don't miss a thing that happens in the pig pen. We have Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We have Pigskin Dispatch. We have the websites, Orville Mulligan, Sports Writer, Audio Drama, and lots of different posts that are coming out. And a lot of things from Sports History Network, too, as well. Don't miss a thing by joining our daily newsletter. Uh, you can get an email to you each and every day. Simple sign up. Go to the show notes of this podcast or go to the websites of pigskindispatch.com or jerseydispatch.com and click the email start update. So our jersey numbers we'll talk about for September 10th are 1, 5, 49, 8, 7, 11, 55, 16, 47, 32, 6, 9, 13, 20, 27, 5, 21, 29, 3, and jersey number 25. I told you there was a lot. Busy day ahead. September 10th, 1919 is where we'll start. And the Cleveland Indians pitcher, Ray Caldwell, tossed a no-hitter against the New York Yankees. It was a 3-0 victory for the Indians at the Polo Grounds in New York City. And on September 10th, 1924, the New York Giants ripped the Boston Braves 22-1 in a one-sided affair at the Polo Grounds. And future Baseball Hall of Fame infielder Frankie Frisch went 6-for-6 before he grounded out in his last at bat. Now, September 10th, 1932, was he too good to put in the starting lineup? Well, could be, because Brooklyn Dodgers Johnny Frederick, who wore number one that season, hit his record sixth pinch hit home run of the season. Yeah, maybe he was too good to not to have on the bench. September 10th, 1950, Joe DiMaggio, number five, became the first to hit three home runs in a game at Griffith Stadium. September 10th, 1954, attempting to handle number 49, Hoyt Wilhelm's knuckleball, catcher Ray Cat in a process who wore number eight of the New York Giants, ended up setting a new major league record when he had four balls get past him in one game. Hard to handle those knucklers, that's for sure. September 10th, 1960, it was a towering shot to say the least, and when New York Yankees superstar Mickey Mantle, number seven, hit a 643-foot home run over the right field roof in Detroit. That is quite a shot. September 10th, 1960, future Hall of Famer Jerry Lucas, wearing the number 11, scored 23 points as the U.S. won its fifth straight men's basketball Olympic gold medal with a 90-63 drubbing of Brazil at the Rome Games. At Ohio State earlier in the year, Lucas wore number 55 on his jersey. Later in that year, in the pros, he donned a number 16, number 47, and number 32 jerseys during his NBA career. September 10th, 1961, the Yankees number 7 is in the historic news once again of the day as Mickey Mantle became the 7th MLB player to hit 400 career home runs uh, when he did this in this date in 1961. And in 1963, September 10th, as a young and spry as ever, legendary player Stan Musial, number six, hit a home run in his first at bat as a grandfather. Don't hear that very often. September 10th, 1972, Kazmierz Dania 
Wearing the number nine in his country's Olympic gear scored twice as Poland defeated Hungary 2-1 in the Olympic soccer gold medal game with 80,000 onlookers watching at Munich's Olympic Stadium. Quite a feat there. September 10, 1973, the New York Jets traded Pro Football's leading receiver in Don Maynard, number 13, to the St. Louis Cardinals. Guess what number he wore there with the Cardinals? 13. September 10, 1974, St. Louis Cardinals Lou Brock of the Baseball Cardinals, that is, number 20, tied the stolen base mark for a season with his 104th, and then he set a new mark for the baseball stolen base record with 105 in the same game. That leads us to September 10th, 1975, receiving one of the most storied honors in hockey tradition. Daryl Sittler, number 27, was named the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs on this day. In September 10th, 1978, he took what, only what he needed. The single point of American Lotus driver Mario Andretti earned one point for finishing sixth at the Italian Grand Prix at Monza. It was just enough to clinch the Formula One World Drivers Championship in his number five Lotus machine. And September 10th, 1989, five days after hitting a home run for the Yankees and a 12-2 win over the Mariners, Major League Baseball and NFL player superstar Deion Sanders, number 21, returned a punt 68 yards for a touchdown, his first of his career. Uh, September 10th, 1989, the Indianapolis Colts running back Eric Dickerson, number 29, rushed for 106 yards against the San Francisco 49ers to become the fastest player to top the 10,000-yard plateau in his 91st career game. He did it, the great Eric Dickerson. And finally, September 10th, 1997, Mark McGuire, number 25, joined the legend Babe Ruth, number three, as being the only players to hit 50-plus home runs in two consecutive years. There is your history for September 10th. Your sports break has been spoken. We are glad you enjoyed the history. Glad you joined us once again, as you do each and every day. Don't forget to sign up for your email notifications to know when everything is going to be dropping, what's going on. And don't forget, you can go to sportshistorynetwork.com pigskindispatch.com and our jerseydispatch.com for great sports history all day long 24-7 till tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day this penalty kill is almost over I gotta get back out on the ice but thanks again for joining us for another great edition of Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast we'll see you tomorrow we invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. To get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.